0: In
1: brands. Hey everyone, this week we talk about staying relevant in corporate America. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored,
0: business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer.
1: Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a business to thrive Tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in each week. I appreciate you guys as we, on Mondays, deliver you interviews with the top marketing experts and game-changing entrepreneurs. Today, Wednesdays, we deliver strategy, things that will help you deep dive into building your personal brand, your business brand. And on Fridays, we go a little bit behind the scenes and give you some stories from, from my week. So Today, what I thought would be relevant is to talk a little bit about corporate America and staying relevant. And this came up in my mind because we had Orrin Claff as a guest on Monday, and Monday really was about his book, which is about selling without selling. This idea of flipping the script and creating inception so that you don't have to sell. And one of the the takeaways from that, one of the the strategies was this idea of winter is coming. And winter is coming is a is a, a term that was made popular by a show called Game of Thrones. I'm sure you guys have watched it. And winter is coming is what they would say to convey that eventually, you know, at some point in this show, you know, something bad was gonna happen and things were gonna really change. And that tool can also be something that that you use from a sales perspective. And the idea is that you you have to let people know that there is something that's unavoidable that's going to happen and that your product or service is the solution to that that thing that everyone is going to have happen to them, that unavoidable, painful experience. So I thought that was a very interesting tool and it's not necessarily... The idea that you're tricking people. It's the idea that if you can explain to them that there's something that is actually happening that you can make easier for them and solve their problems, then that might be something that helps them move forward in wanting to work with you. So I started to think to myself, what is it that that is true for in my life? And what is it that that is fear that that causes fear that that I have reacted to? What are some of the things that has happened in corporate America that they're afraid of. And the things that, that started to pop up were, you know, when working with businesses, the num- the main thing that that businesses are afraid of is going out of business, right? It's maintaining sales growth and stemming off the idea of of sales starting to decline or those of them having to shut down stores or losing customers over time or being replaced by new solutions and new products. And for a lot of business, that is something that is uh, impending, that is coming, that is unavoidable. And unless there are large shifts that are going to be made in the company, it's really hard to to get away from those kinds of things, such as competition, new technology, just customer tastes changing sometimes as well. And what happens a lot of the time is a, a big business, especially big businesses have trouble turning the ship to adjust to trends, right? So a lot of the times the marketing teams at corporate uh, businesses have trouble really figuring out how to turn the ship enough because their personal fears, things like keeping their job and not ruffling feathers within the organization, get in the way of them doing the work that they would need to do to solve the business fear, which is to make sure that they stay in business. I thought that was an interesting take is, you know, how do you solve that problem? And honestly, I think a lot of the time, if the business is too big, what just ends up happening is they do get turned over uh, and beaten out by someone that is uh, smaller, hungrier, and and willing to make the changes necessary. Uh, unless you can have someone come in that has a different mindset, that's willing to to push the corporation to do something different. And and everyone at the top aligns with that. It's just a matter of how how much can you take on to to do something different. And a lot of the time they end up buying innovation. A lot of these bigger companies, if they can't do it themselves, they end up buying the smaller companies that that took the leaps that they were afraid to take. But I'm afraid that there's a lot of companies in the middle and even smaller companies that haven't done the work to stay relevant in the middle. And that there is fear that these businesses may not be around forever. So that's something I was thinking about. And the reason I bring it up too is because I thought it tied nicely into What I think a lot of you as individuals that are listening might be thinking about like I was, which is this, the idea of, you know, keeping your job when you, when you're in corporate America, yeah, you want to continue to grow and be challenged and, and uh, move forward and be promoted. But at the end of the day, what you're afraid of is, is not having work for an extended period of time of being uh, at some point irrelevant in your career. And the fear of losing our jobs, I think makes us do a lot of funny things, right? but a lot of it is you know we do our best within the jobs that we have and, and to the point where a lot of times we end up working crazy hours so that our bosses see that we're there and you know hopefully that that commitment in terms of time served is rewarded but at the end of the day a lot of businesses when the time comes that they need to cut employees or make some changes in the organization that save them money they're not going to really look at how much time you put in. They're going to look at the bottom line of what do they need to do to make this work for the numbers that I am afraid is happening sooner rather than later with the way the economy, you know, we believe is going to be going, you know, we can't stay, I would say blind to the idea that the economy is going to be perfect forever. So at some point there will be a dip. It may not be tomorrow, but I'd like to say that it's, it's probably sooner rather than later since we've been going so strong for so long. And in that environment, how do you prepare yourself for, you know, being someone who is either let go or to make yourself, you know, less likely to be let go. And I think that's what, what I like to wrap my head around and that's a timing thing, uh, what also happens though, is for a lot of us, we just age into being irrelevant. We age into being too expensive for the jobs we're doing. And a lot of people can just come in and replace us at a lower rate. Or we cap out and there's only so many positions at the top of an organization. A lot of them are like pyramids. There's only so many presidents and you know, super high level managers. And the rest of us, they fill in at the bottom for lower wages because it's more efficient for the business. So as you progress and you grow and you get more experience, there's a lot less places for you to go to get promoted into. And that is something that I was afraid of in my organiz- in the organizations that I was working in was becoming irrelevant, was eventually getting to the point where there were less jobs and too many people and me not having enough in my life, in my resume, or just the right perfect door that opened to have a job at the top. And I'm still young enough that I, you know, I wanna keep working and doing things I love for a long time. So being irrelevant was a strong fear for me and one that I wanted to get ahead of. So this past year and a half, I spent a lot of time figuring out how does one become relevant? How does one figure out the things that they need to do to stand out? And the reason that this was interesting, because it made me stop thinking about everyone as special. Yes, we are all unique, but really the skills that we have in an organization are starting to become easier and easier to acquire. And This idea that even a college education is something that's not as hard to get these days, or that a skill that you might learn can be taught online, or that a specialization that you might have picked up and gotten experience in by doing something in real time can be trained online over a few courses. The standardization of education, of training, and access to knowledge via the internet and and now that it's being populated by all, you know the top minds out there are putting all this information back out there for the world to, to to look at and to read, all that that standardization makes us as as learners and as professionals and as people that have been trying to grow through experience makes us more commoditized as humans as employees in a corporate structure. That my friends, is something that I think we should all be taking very seriously. So the next question became for me, so what do I do about it? How do I become more relevant in a world where education is standardized and skills are easy to acquire? And the thing that that kept pumping up to me was that, A, I needed to be a unique voice in the market. I needed to find my perspective. I needed to find a way to put myself out there in a way where I am no longer a resume. I am now a brand. And now that's easier said than done, to be fair, but I started to go through this process of figuring out how have the people that have stepped out and become thought leaders in my space, how have they done it? Did they write a book? Did they start a business? Did they create their own agency? Did they invent a new tool? Like, What is the thing that they did? And that process of trying to figure out how to build my own personal brand has been, a beautiful journey for me it's it's given me the chance to invest in myself to meet new people to join communities i never realized i could be learning from to contribute to travel and to build things for myself and for others that i never knew possible and that journey was a a journey of a lot of small steps and i hope that a lot of you out there get the chance to think about how to start building your own personal brands before you have that decision made for you, while you still have the security of a job. What's great is it's the easiest thing to, while you still have a job, to be out there starting to do things that help you build your reputation outside of your resume. And there's a lot of things you can do, but that journey, those steps I had to take, are the kind of things that I've just been excited to work through and to help other people with. And it's the kind of thing that changed my life. And now I know coming into whatever this next you know few years will bring in terms of corporate environment, in terms of economy, in terms of job availability, I believe that I'll have the skills to either get the jobs that no one else can get or to provide services from a place of professional experience and of brand relevance to where the community that I'm supporting will, you know, that might need some help and services would be willing to work with me as opposed to someone else or a different company. And I think that's the trick. You know, me starting to learn, you know, this process is, was the key to unlocking, you know, a framework that I've been building around. How do you build a personal brand? How do you tell your story? How do you become relevant? And as I'm starting to learn and package that up, I'm happy to share that with you guys. And if you want to hear about the journey or you're thinking about starting your own journey, feel free to reach out, feel free to connect with me. I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to hear what you're struggling with. If I ever have any ideas, I usually try to put them here into the podcast. But if you have questions, I'd love to hear them. I'd love you to be involved. I did start a community on Facebook that you can find. It's at brandonbrands.com forward slash community and that'll give you the links to join my Facebook group. And I'd encourage you to join, get involved, and start to be a part of the conversation. I did initially build it for entrepreneurs, but if you're a marketer, if you're someone in the corporate world that wants to learn how to be more thoughtful about your relationships, about your reputation, and your personal brand, then I'd, I'd welcome your involvement, and I'd welcome you along in the journey. And if you want to Talk to me, that's the best place to to find me and we can communicate directly. So uh, I appreciate you all all listening every week. And if you're just finding this for the first time, you can always go to brandonbrands.com to learn more and to find out more ways to work with me and connect with me. But it's truly been a journey that's been changing my life. So just thought I'd share that with you today that as corporate America, as something that I was a part of for 17 years, as that continues to change and as the The amazing smart people that have been working hard in that environment continue to grow and experience challenges like becoming irrelevant, like hitting walls and growth or being uh, their future being determined by someone else's choice or by just the economy. I'm excited to be a tool and to provide value and to provide information and ways for you guys to work through and become relevant again and to be that person that stands out, that starts to have a reputation that stands on its own outside of a resume. So that's what I got for you guys today. I hope that that resonates with some of you. If it does, please subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating, or just reach out and tell me what's up. And uh, I'll be here each week as I usually am. Talk again.